Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wide Man Can't Jump Radio Network. I'm Tim from the Great White North. I'm expecting Big Nate Bush to get on board here in a minute, but I think he's decided now that Tom Robinson... Can't be late every five minutes. Uh, Nate has taken over his position by not showing up on time. So we're going to throw him under the bus. Oh, there he is, the bastard. The bus? Nate, uh, yeah. Nate Bush, I just was throwing you under. I was just telling the crowds that you were <laughs> the new version of TR by showing up late. My bad. Not a problem, sir. Anyways, welcome to White Men Can't Jump Friday night. Something, we're not really sure. But we'll <laughs> Something see that starts with an F. Uh, yeah, you know, that could be a lot of things. Uh, I just wanted to throw out there that uh, not only did we pick up Croatia, we also picked up Serbia. Ooh, did we? Well, it makes sense, you know, Serbs, Croats, throwing rocks at one another over the border. Yeah, one they're of them all trying to one-up each other. Yeah, one of them saw the wide men can't jump sticker, and the other said, oh, we cannot have that. Find this white man catch up. <laughs> Very Subscribe. true. So we, we picked we up two them. countries. Yeah, yeah we, we most certainly do. Everyone is welcome. Uh, I believe that blows our total to 30, I believe. If not 30, we're close. If it's not 30, it's 29, but I, I think it might be 30. Might but be 28. Uh, or, yeah, actually, I think it's 29. I think you're right. I think it's, you know it what? It might be 29. Fuck. I'm right here. I'll Screw fucking it. count them. Hold on. Well, there you go. I mean, why not? Shut up, damn it. <laughs> I'll take today's final jump your category was famous Armando. My name Bush, we're getting a lot of silent air here. You want it done right or do you want it done? No, both. Uh, 29. 29. You have it officially, folks. 29. So if you want to be number 30. Six continents, 29 countries. That's uh, was it the great immortal words of Ric Flair. You can't be first, but you can be next. You can. So, sorry about that anyway, taking so long, but I needed to. If I'm going to get it right. I had to be accurate. How's uh, how's things down in uh, West Virginia? Oh man, it's been a week from hell. 
Well, I didn't ask in how case. your week went. I asked you how things were down in West Virginia. Oh, well, no, it's, I, a, it's about to be uh, about five days from hell. It's supposed to rain for about uh, five straight days. So, Well, I'll tell yeah. you what. I will take your rain, and I will raise you uh, forest fire smoke for the last three days. Uh, it looks – I don't even know if uh, – unless you – you probably have. You guys must do. I mean, you got lots of wilderness up there. When you get up in the morning and look outside, it's like a, it's the apocalypse hit overnight. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen that before. You can't before. see the sky, and the sun is bouncing off the off the uh, off the uh, smoke, and it looks orange outside. Almost. Yeah, I mean, it's I, crazy. I've seen, I've seen things like that before. So. Yeah, it's That's crazy, really but it really messes with your. Uh, time of day and stuff like that because you just look oh outside yeah and it's just, it really does yeah you know you can't you can't see anything and it, it, it kind of and like even today it was getting a little uh you could smell it inside the house like you know that somebody's got a campfire burning kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's yeah well that's kind of irritating too after a while i mean you know three days of it somebody else's smoke but uh it could be worse we're all still alive so it's you know we're not in the middle of a hurricane or something like that so should probably yeah that should be worse tsunamis hurricanes yeah yeah, all the all the natural disasters uh, good living philadelphia i mean (laughs) you you know actually uh there was a woman i i in case anybody knows or doesn't know i uh, just recently started uh pharmacy school to become a doctor of pharmacy so if you ever hear what is it AKA drug dealer. Well, a legal one. I'll have a license. That's true. <laughs> but Fair you know, we have people, we have people in our class from all over the world. But the one uh, the woman in our class who who lives in Philadelphia, and I'm like, oh, do you know where Clifton Heights is? She's like, no. I was like, oh, okay. But but uh, she's supposed to bring me a Philly cheesesteak back when she comes back uh, next Monday. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I really want that Philly cheesesteak. Uh, so you're telling me she she didn't know TR? Apparently not. Are you sure she's from Philadelphia? That's she what sure? I said. I was like, don't you know who you are? Mind you, you know, I guess in a city of 1.6 million people. I guess you could live in a. If you live on the other end of town, maybe you don't know where. Because I believe, if my memory serves me, Tom will come on the show and go, "You're fucking crazy, Tim." But I want to say Clifton Heights is kind of on the southeast part of Philadelphia. I don't so know. I've never, north, I've never been. If you live in the north, yeah. So if you live in the northwest, maybe you never have heard of Clifton Heights because people don't. Well, I mean, there's look at how many suburbs are there. It's, well, that's what I mean. I mean, you probably there might be people in the city of Philadelphia who have never left within forty blocks of where they live because they don't need to. Yeah, that's true. So you know, not like us poor people who live out in the, you know more rural areas or in smaller towns where you you know if you want to go do something, or there might be services that you don't have in your neighborhood. You gotta leave. <laughs> you don't have a yeah, choice. Yeah, no choice. <laughs> no joy's no gotta go. So, um, 
Well, on that note, so uh, I thought, you know, we you had mentioned before off-air that we are going to talk about, uh, you know, go over kind of our uh, likes and dislikes, favorites kind of thing. Yeah, I, I always think it's... Could, I always okay. think it's fun to find out what people like, what they dislike. It, it's one of those... Uh, a little look behind the curtain of Wide Ben. Yeah, um, kind of a getting to know us a little better. Um, I was going to say, we, plus, we probably could get into some kind of discussion about the, the Canada-U.S. differences, too, because they're probably going to Oh, yeah, up. that, too. I mean, and truthfully, I say, like, you know, and truthfully we favorite, felt kind of bad. My favorite surgery... Your favorite surgery? <laughs> yeah, I have a favorite surgery because all Canadians do because they're free, right? Well, yeah, I mean they're free. Hell, why not? <laughs> yeah, you know, every every couple of weeks I'll cut a toe off or something and have them reattach it. I really like go over there. People at the hospital are nice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's a little too it. far, but um, but to me it's a good way to to look at uh. And we feel bad because we haven't potted very much this week, honestly. Well, it's been, it, uh, it should it should let some people realize how um, what's words I'm looking for uh, how how small the internet has made the world. It has. Where people who I mean we we li- I mean there was a time when uh, we couldn't know well we never I mean you wouldn't have right there would have been no way for you to ever how would you have ever met anywhere. You know, what's the odd chance yeah, I mean, that somebody from Philadelphia, West Virginia, and Grand Prairie, Alberta, Canada would ever be in the same place doing something? Slim and none. <laughs> Slim and none. So, and it should also go to show that people who are of very different backgrounds, uh, we're at different ages, you and I. Uh, we have different political leanings, and yet somehow we're still buddies and. Uh, maybe people could take a small lesson from that and chill a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just stuff. because you don't agree with every single thing someone th- says or thinks is uh, no reason to start World War Three. No, and start calling for people to be fired, and I can't live in the same town with that guy because he won't get his gas at Chevron or, you know, or whatever nonsense people... <laughs> Well, because you know, but, but they take it further. You know, well, I knew a, there's a, an executive at Chevron who who doesn't like uh, I don't know whatever minority group it might be. So you can't get your gas there. Well, you know what? Some of us don't care. There's also <laughs> sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah, we get our gas wherever, whenever we look at the tank and go, Jesus, we're getting a little low. Where's gas station? Yeah, we Some get our gas. Like, I don't we have get... brand. Uh, I never really had brand loyalty. Okay, we'll start there. Where's your Where's your uh, place of choice for gasoline? Mm, that you, is a good question. Or do you have one? I normally, yeah, we probably have very different ones than you do, I imagine. Oh, I'm sure. Um, uh, my favorite gas station would be Sheets, but that's not where I get gas. Does that make sense? Okay, but is Sheets a gas station or is it a convenience it store that sells gas? Uh, probably more of a convenience store that sells gas. Um, in terms of like, I normally try to get gas wherever the hell it's cheapest. Uh, truthfully, yeah, there is that factor too, of course. Uh, but I think the main one for me is has to do with the point system they have is Speedway. 
I always go to Speedway because I can get free drinks. Sometimes I get 10 cents off a gallon, free Cokes, free bag of chips, free cookies, free, you know, free candy bar here and there. So see, we have no such, at least in this neck of the woods, we have winks. It's called, which is basically seven 11, I guess could say. And they sell gas for like a convenience store. Um, actual gas station. I don't know. You guys got Esso down there? No. Our major ones are like Exxon, Sheets. Yeah, I think that's, I think that is uh, the American equivalent of Esso. Speedway, Chevron, Shell, 7-Eleven. Okay, we have, we have Shells. We, we don't have many of those. Uh, the main one around me is Speedway. There's a Speedway everywhere down here. We got Esso's. I should look up Esso. I don't know who owns if that's a Canadian company or not. We got Esso's, and, and Husky is a big one, but I think that's – and then we have Petro-Canada, but that is definitely a Canadian one that um, you won't see across the border. We'll, probably find well one thing I know is if you go to different states, you get different – uh, gas stations like uh, Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah, that's what I, have this is what I thought. Uh, Esso is uh, a subsidiary of Exxon, or the Canadian okay. version. So, okay. all right, that makes sense. Well, I know Pennsylvania; they're big on Wawa. That's that's their thing. Yeah, Tom has uh, mentioned Wawa before, so and, that may be uh, one of those things that differs, like you said, state to state. There'll be a couple really that are does. national, and then. And then everything else yeah, will be Speedway, kind of local. Speedway's national. But then there's different ones in per state. Like in Ohio, there's ones called Loves. Loves is big in Ohio. You go over to Kentucky, you got uh, Quickies and Double Quickies. Uh, they're big over there. So gasoline stations just depends on where you're at, really. Yeah, I would imagine that is probably not unlike uh, grocery stores. Where you'll have your uh, national and maybe semi-national chains, and then every town has got that one. Maybe not Ma and Pa, but close. You know, maybe they got a store in uh, yeah three towns down, and you know, and they got three or four stores. You know, in a couple of little towns that were within fifty, sixty miles of each other, kind of deal. Yeah, because like you guys got what uh, Kroger's. Kroger, Walmart, okay. the big ones. Yeah, see, Walmart here, I mean, they sell groceries here, but I, nobody really thinks of Walmart as a grocery store. Walmart. Oh, is just, man, Walmart Walmart here is, Walmart is mainly just, for no, groceries. But it, no, but it's just, it's just Walmart. You know, I don't think of it as groceries or anything, you know, specifically. It's just Walmart. You need something, you can find it wherever you were looking, just go to Walmart because you probably have it there. But it's so annoying shopping there. God, too many people. Oh, I agree with that. But we always, uh... yeah, the deal, the prices are right, man. You know, say what you want about their business practices and what they pay their employees and all that. But if you care about saving money, it's a place to go. Yeah. Yeah, they really do save me money, but it's a pain. God bless, it's a pain. Yeah, it's not. It is not uh, customer friendly. <laughs> at least it is. No, not at all. Anyway. Not at all. What else we got? Like up here, we've got uh, Safeway is the grocery big grocery store. 
super went up. No, what's the one we save on foods? But that's a yeah, see, that's a Canadian thing too. Canadian superstore, but that's another Canadian. That that probably is very different depending on where you live. Yeah. Um, we got like Food Lands and Food Lions down around yeah, here. So I mean, of course, you got the mom and pop places. So, well, and honestly, bills never go away. Let's hope not. That's all we can. It always helps to have one around, just in case. Yeah, because sometimes you can get some interesting things there. See, and that would lead me to banks, where I know that in the United States you guys don't have any. I I don't think you probably have a single bank that we have, and vice versa. Probably not, because your because your banking is not um, does not work like ours. You can't just have a bank here, like you do. It's half where every seem or it used to be. I maybe not anymore, but it used to be that just about like every half-sized town had its own bank, you know, savings and loan or whatever it was. And we don't have that here at all. Everything is national. Yeah, we we don't really have that. It's all there's banks all over the place. Well, I mean, but you have a few. Like, what is there? Like Bank of America. Yeah, Explorer. there's Bank of America. There's uh, City Bank. Chase. Chase Bank City is Manhattan. a big one. Um, yeah, right. I bank locally. <laughs> That's me. Uh, I go you with. Can't. Uh, hmm. We have literally. I mean, there's some things that we that they. I don't know if they have such a thing down there. We call them credit unions up here, and they're kind yeah, of semi-local. Those. Okay, but they're they're not they're not quite. I don't know how to put it. They're not quite under the same rules as banks. Like if you like here, if you have uh, what is it? I believe it's a hundred thousand uh, dollars. The government, regardless of what happens to that bank, the government will uh, your money is insured. So if that bank went under, you get your money. Got federal government will give it to you. We Whereas we in, have that here, but it's two hundred fifty thousand. Banks are insured. Your money's insured up to two hundred fifty thousand. So then, how come when the banks all went crashy boom, nobody got their money? If I could tell you, I would. Maybe your private little, maybe your little bank, maybe it's different. I don't know. Or like I know too, like you guys, like with the housing thing there. Where where companies were buying other people's mortgages and loans, you can't do that in Canada. If you have a loan at Bank A, the only way Bank A can get out of that loan is to call that loan when the term is up. You know, they maybe don't have to re-give you. Like let's say you got a 20-year mortgage on your house, and it's uh, renewable every five years. The only way they can get out of that loan is after the five years they can tell you, well, look, we don't want to give, we don't want to renew your loan. That's all they can do. They can't turn around and sell it to Bank B, like what was going. Like you can in the United States, where that's sort of what was happening. People were well, sitting there acquiring. Well, we live in a very corrupt system down here that we. That's a whole other ball of wax for another day. Oh no, but I'm just saying it is a huge difference though in the bank, like in the banking system, where you can't do that here. Thank God. <laughs> that would just be a mess. 
uh, but then again, too, we're also, um, what's the words I want to use? We're dealing with, a, you know, you guys are dealing with 300 million plus and there's 35 million here. So it is a different game also. That's true. If, if that makes any, or should make sense to most people. Uh, let's get off the, that, that, that. Those kind of topics are boring. Let's get to some shit that's <laughs> more important. That's more important. Um, uh, what's your go-to potato chip? Mm. Well, when they're here, all dressed from Canada, the old Dutch version. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that that truck <laughs> that gets us into a whole other discussion <laughs> about um, uh, tariffs and taxes. And well, we won't check, get I don't into know, that. Maybe, maybe the uh, Donald <laughs> Trump tariffs are probably all dressed chips. Probably cost ninety bucks a bag now. Probably. He's a fuck. Just for that. No other reason. It's costing me chips. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, um, I don't know if we ever talked about it on air, but just quickly, you know, when a, when a, a $4 bag of chips at the counter uh, to ship it, I mean, granted, you're shipping it some distance, but it doesn't weigh diddly squat. Yeah. And it's costing, you know, $45 to send three bags of chips to somebody. I mean, somebody in that way, what a scam that is. Yeah, what yeah, a scam really. that is. But damn, but, they uh, were good. <laughs> you will always have that memory, and you never know. Christmas yeah, apparently that's all I'm ever gonna have is that memory. Yeah, yeah, you never know what might happen at Christmas. It's hard to say. My deep, big, you know, somebody. It's coal. You know, you. Well, you fucking coal. You getting coal for you? That's not even fun either. You guys already got all that. We got enough coal. Trust me. <laughs> so anyway, you're you're you're. American go-to bag of chips. American bag of chips go-to. Uh, depends what I'm in the mood for, really. Um, if I was, let's just say I'm in the the store and I'm going to go get a 99-cent bag of chips. If I see them, the first ones I'm looking for are the Poppin' Jalapeno Doritos. Those are my grabs. So, so, so Doritos, you're not, uh, that, that is like an actual Dorito brand, right? That's not like... Yeah, Poppin' Jalapeno, it's a flavor. Okay, okay. Doritos. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'll go for Doritos, nacho cheese, and if there's no Doritos, because believe it or not, some places up here do not carry Doritos, because there's mm. a competition, there's Canadian competition from Old Dutch, who is the mm. Canadian chip maker, uh, so some places don't carry Doritos, they'll, they'll either carry one or the other. Uh, yeah. If they don't have Doritos, yeah. then I'll go... I'll do me some old Dutch sour cream and onion. You can't go wrong with sour cream and onion. You really That's can't. Don't. The yeah, I don't think I've ever had. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a just like a regular potato chip. Now, if you start to get into the kettle flavors and boiled and all this stuff, yeah, so, you know they're they're a little they're a little too crunchy for me. But just a regular potato chip, a ripple or a plain chip. That's a that's a sour mm-hmm. cream and onion. Yes, yeah, is. I haven't, uh, I haven't had a bad one yet. I've just had better ones, as they say. Yeah, the Lay sour cream and onion are kind of disappointing, but the Pringles sour cream and onion—that's where it's at. Yeah, see that's up here, the the, the the Lay's does not have the oomph. But then I think we've we've kind of discovered that that seems to be the way, or at least Canadian chips versus American chips. Yeah, the flavors are much that the Canadian flavors, for whatever reason, are much stronger. 
They are. I don't know why that. I don't know why that is, but it it, it seems to be the whole truth as near as we can find out. No, oh, it's just the comparison that we've done. This study, this <laughs> this documented study of potato chips. <laughs> well, I mean, you've had. I mean, I have had uh, chips from the states. I mean, I've been to Seattle and a couple other places. I have had them, and I, I've noticed, too, that the flavors are, while they're close, they're not the same. So I don't know if they're – I mean, I've never really got down to the brass tacks to see uh, if they're uh, using actual different ingredients, which maybe they are. I don't know. Uh, the difference between, like, I mean, Old Dutch might be using different, I mean, you know, when you guys are using an onion from wherever and they're using an onion from somewhere else and they taste different. That's probably it. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It could but, even uh, be the potatoes because, like, they own, Old Dutch only uses Canadian potatoes, whereas I'm sure, like, Lay's in the States probably is only using American potatoes. And they may taste a little bit different. It's possible. I don't, it's hard saying. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really know, but. Uh... Well, let me throw one at you. All right. All right. So since we're talking about favorites and all this stuff and things you like, things you don't like, what's one food that you've tried that you'll never eat again? Least favorite. Oh, well, I have more than one. All right. Try to try to cut it off at like. I can give two, you a whole three. category. I, well, well, I this is a thing. Okay, well, one for sure, salmon. Really, salmon? Hate it. Wow. Tastes okay. like garbage to me. Oh, Not man. a fan of the entire seafood realm. Just don't mm. like it. Boy, oh boy, what? you poor thing. Yeah. No, just, well, think about it, though. I mean, Alberta has no, I'm not anywhere near an ocean. Alberta has very few, uh, not a land of many lakes, uh, not a a land of a lot of rivers, but uh, not fishing types. Um, Yeah, it's just not, seafood in this province is not a big, we're in cattle country, man. Yes. Well, maybe steak. if you ended up over in uh, British Columbia, maybe there'd be some good. Uh, that would probably be a different. Yes, that would probably be a different story. You would be exposed to much more of it than I ever was. And by the time anybody tried to give that kind of food to me, I was a grown up, and it's just like, no, my palate doesn't want that. Give me some <laughs> steak or some chicken. Okay. Well, I do like some so, steak. Can't go wrong with steak. Um, for me, uh, hummus. Ugh. Hummus. Oh yeah, that's total garbage. Oh god. I don't either. That's disgusting. That's just shit. Yeah, no, that is shit that is something that some shit. that doesn't really like. I almost wonder how it classifies as food. You know, if we took that shit and sent it to Mexico, we wouldn't have to build no fucking wall. They wouldn't come over here. <laughs> We're going to let every illegal immigrant in Mexico come over, but <laughs> one catch. <laughs> one catch. you got to eat hummus. two jars of hummus. It's going to be like the Mikey Monty Python skit. What will you have for breakfast? I'll have spam, 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 eggs, and spam. <laughs> Man, spam is pretty damn except, good. <laughs> 
Except substitute hummus for. Ugh, God. Spam yeah, is actually good. Hummus can kiss my ass. Well, there are, you know, there are next of the woods. Uh, take our good friends from Pennsylvania who love to eat. And now the name of it has escaped me. That they have that breakfast meaty thing that they like to eat. Um, oh, what the hell is that shit called? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. What, well, it's kind of like spam. It's kind of like spam and kind of like oh sport. treat. Uh, no, that's not what it's not called. Treat? No, they got a name for it. Not Vegemite. I can't. Re- no, that's Australian. That's what I thought. It's 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 a pencil. It's like if you live in Philadelphia, you eat it. It comes in like. Oh, I made jokes about it at Scamafa. Whole pile <laughs> of them, but now I can't remember what the damn stuff is called. <laughs> but anyway, I mean it's a it's a local. I mean it's kind of meat, but it's kind of not, and it's kind of all the leftovers kind of pushed together and pressed together into a uh, kind like of like bologna. Yeah, that drives me crazy that I can't remember what that stuff's called. But but you know, there that's that's just what scrapple. scrapple? That might be it. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, you know, like a mush of pork you know, scraps. You live there, you, yeah, I mean, if you if you live there, you eat that. I've Everybody never has. I haven't either. But I've heard, like, uh, New Jersey, they have, um, uh, what is it, fried pork pork roll and egg and pork roll? And it's something called Taylor ham. Hmm. I guess if you live there, everybody under the sun, you know, that's the go-to. And yet it's kind of an acquired taste, and you might like it, you might hate it. And I was trying to think of something we had up here like that, but I don't really... I mean, I guess Canadians eat back bacon, but that's just... I mean, that's just bacon, really. Just no fat, that's all. Well, uh, us West Virginians are big on gravy on everything. <laughs> oh, I love me some... I love me some gravy. Okay, here, we want to really... This will really go uh, behind the scenes. Because this is going way back. This is stuff only my family would even know. When I was mm-hmm. a young man, about, oh, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, as a teenager, okay. I used to eat. This was my go-to. And my dad was kind of a meat and potatoes kind of guy, farmer kind of deal. We yeah. used to have mashed potatoes, uh, green green peas, mm-hmm. salad, like a, like a garden salad, and uh, whatever kind of meat, whatever it was, you know, chicken, uh, pork chops, hamburger, steak, whatever it was. I used to take those things, minus the meat. Well, I'd cut the meat up into pieces, and I would mm-hmm. throw it into the mashed mashed potatoes and gravy, and the peas and the salad, and I would mix it all up on my plate into like damn near a puree, but not, but you know, looking like somebody threw up on my plate more than food, and then I would pour gravy and Thousand Islands dressing on it. And eat the whole thing. Well, damn. That's one way to do so, it. And I cannot tell you why, except that it satisfied my palate that way. And as, and as quickly as that started, I stopped doing it. And I, I couldn't tell you even... Although I still like the taste of Thousand Islands dressing. And I like Thousand Islands. I do like that. If I have mashed potatoes and gravy, 
I can I could eat mashed potatoes and gravy and a plate of salad with Thousand Islands dressing on it and be quite content. <laughs> you know, might go looking for a might go looking for some kind of meat to to because I know well you're like me probably do you, do, you, do you eat very many meals that don't have meat involved in them? Is there such a thing? Well, some people like you know I might have a soup and a sandwich and that might not be I might not have meat involved there, but. There's yeah, meat on the sandwich, right? <laughs> uh, well, depending. Sometimes I'll have to grill cheese. So, ah. but yeah, but you're but you're right. Quite often it's grilled cheese and ham. So, <laughs> <laughs> a, a meal without meat, sir? What is this? Communism? Yeah. Well, that's what I always that's what I always tell the old lady. She says, "Well, why don't we just have a salad?" And who the hell just has a fucking salad? And if they're if I'm gonna have a salad, there better be. Two pieces of chicken in there somewhere. Hey, yeah, I'm there you chicken go. breasts. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. chicken breasts, not not two pieces. There better be some chicken in that salad, or else yeah. that's not a meal anymore. Exactly. That I can eat. Like somebody, you know, a chicken Caesar. Okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all right. But uh, how well, anybody can order, like, all right. Talking about meat, what's your favorite cut of steak? Well, you know, I'm not that fussy when it comes to steak. Well, no, the hell, uh, me neither. But and I've kind of found in my prefer. but I've kind of found in my travels that I, I found that that is kind of a uh, you know the difference between a ten dollar steak and a twelve dollar steak ain't much, or even a twenty dollar one in a restaurant. You know, like if you go to a restaurant, I'll get a porterhouse. Okay, I just as soon have a ribeye. Myself, I'm a porterhouse guy. I mean, porterhouse, and I, I got no problem with a porterhouse, but they're usually gonna you're gonna pay for that too. Whereas, uh, but you just I mean, hell, I've more. had I've had shoulder steak. Like if the cut if the cut's not bad, if like a quarter yeah. of the price and on a barbecue, keep keep it coming. <laughs> I'm not complaining. So, yeah, I understand. I think I mean, I, I, mean I, I guess if a guy's having, I suppose it depends on what else you're eating. You know, if you're in a restaurant and you want to have something that you can, uh, that you don't have to sit there and carve away knife and bone and all that, okay, well, then a porterhouse is a pretty good go because you can pretty much, you know, depending on how they cook or, or how the presentation is, some places will leave a, a chunk of fat on the outside for it because some people like to eat that believe it or not but i'm not one of them yeah my niece my niece is one of those people i don't mind a little bit like if you get like a pork chop is usually got a little bit of fat all the way around the outside well i Mm -hmm. don't mind if that if i barbecue it and char that to to almost to to where it's gone i don't mind i I don't need to cut that off i could care less but there's some some steak cuts and roasts and things some of them have got a little too much there well, again, that depends that, on who's doing the cooking. If you order one, how you get it cooked? Um, I have learned the hard way that it, I, I like my steak medium, medium well. Okay. But if you want, but if you want medium well, you better ask for well done. Because you won't get uh, up here anyway. Like if you ask for medium well, you're going to get medium. Well, I'm a medium rare. I'm a medium rare. Yeah, they tend to err uh, on the side of undercooked. 
because at least they can take it back and cook it more. Yeah. Whereas if they've over, whereas if they've overcooked it for you, they're they're screwed. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm a medium. I'm a so, medium rare kind of guy. I'd rather have mine a little red. Yeah. See, I used to be that when I was young. I didn't mind if it was a little pink in the middle, maybe even uh, not bleeding, but you know, still screaming. Oh, I like a little blood. It's good stuff. But uh, I've got a friend who literally. Uh, give me that, like, I won't cook them for her. I refuse. Because mm-hmm. she's okay, put put her on the grill, count to ten, flip it over, count to ten, good. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but there's no, I know you don't like, you like, you like it really rare, but that is dangerous. When you, the, the meat is not, you're not cooking the bacteria for ten, twenty seconds isn't doing it. Yeah, that's why I don't go rare. I always go medium rare because I like mine yeah. warm and hot throughout. But you know, you keep it to where it's nice. Mean, and when, it's, uh, when you get it, when you put your fork in it on the plate and it's still kicking, that's yeah, that's not cooked enough. That's gross. But uh, then again, though, each to their own. I mean, if that's how you like it, fine. But um, I I refuse to prepare it that way. And I'm not going to be a part of you dying from. Uh, yeah, whatever the hell that is, what you can get, not salmonella, but the other one. E. coli? E. coli, Ebola. <laughs> Ebola? <laughs> Guess who I saw yesterday? Who's that? On my television. On my television, who? and I haven't laughed so hard in at least a week. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> My old lady looked at me like I was fucking nuts. She says, what is so fucking funny? I said, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> what's, not, what's not to laugh at? And I couldn't get out. I, I tried to get out of my mouth that, you know, well, I told Nate that he had uh, amazing range as an actor, and then I was explaining why. And I couldn't finish and she just, uh, you, you're, you're, you guys are all, all three of you are just retards. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, how do you explain that to anybody? You just either have to go listen to it. That's really yeah. all you can do. That's all you can you know, do. In, in the replay, it really doesn't come across that funny. But in real time, because I did go and listen to it again, and I have to admit, I laughed harder even though I knew it was coming, and I still laughed. Because uh, <laughs> I laughed at that, and I popped really, 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 really hard for you calling Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg a freak. <laughs> <laughs> that one just makes me laugh, too. It made yeah, me wish we funny. had video capability. No. <laughs> Thank God we don't. No, not not of us, but that we could put up on the screen that, that I could, like, uh, you know, that I had the skills to take uh, Ruth Bader, a picture of her, and uh, take off her robe and put her in a G-string. <laughs> you know, and then, as you called her a freak, you know, and put a big <laughs> joint in her mouth and, you know, all that sort of stuff that somebody could do because it would have been so funny. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, yeah, but, but on to other things. We were able, you know, in case you guys are following us online... Next time we do a uh, a fuck Mary kill, we're gonna have Bobby Blaze on with us. <laughs> That's gonna you know, be I, fun. I, uh, I had come up with uh, 
an idea for that. I might well, I, I, and I can share it here on the air, not a problem. Um, okay. I thought that instead of just giving Bobby names, I might have to add stuff. Like it would be, um, for instance, um, you know, uh, Pat Patterson after a forty-mile run. No, no shower. You know, like you can see where I'm see where I'm going with this. Because I, I just don't think that Bobby is going to be picky enough. I, I, I think I'm going to have to add on like conditions to these people. You know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg after she's been dead for three years. You know this kind of stuff. And, 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 I, and I have this feeling, I don't know why, but I have this feeling that either Bobby is going to be totally horrible at this game or that he is going to run away with this game and make it his uh, own bitch. It's going to be something, I'll tell you that much. Like I thought, you know, I had thoughts like, um, okay, um, Jim Cornette, after he... Uh, Yells at Santino Morella for 17 minutes. <laughs> you know, dumb shit like that. You know that that I know he would. I, I figure too. Like, uh, uh, here's another one. Do you, do you find this funny? And I'll explain it off air if you don't, because you used to listen to the 605. Uh-huh. So if I if I start if I start off Bobby Blaze with, uh, um, and the first one is a mime. <laughs> 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 See, you get the joke there. Right from the get-go, you're already on board, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mom. Uh, you know, Jim Cor- a screaming, a screaming Jim Cornette. Uh, Vince Russo, who can only say the word bro and nothing else. And a mime. <laughs> That is fucking classic. Oh, that's God, funny. I am, a, I am one fucked up guy. Wow. You really are. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion. There's another thing that we should probably talk about. Okay. For a 50 year, you know, I, like, I'm 50 years old. Yes, I have you are. Of, I have the mind of a 22-year-old when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> I am so easily able to jump into the gutter, like, knee-deep without even batting an eyelash. And I don't Same know here. where that comes from, and I'm not <laughs> sure if it's something I should be proud of or not. But it's me. So. It's not something you want to dive in and try to figure out. You just do it. And you're probably fine. not. It's probably best. You know, it's kind of like you know, Bobby Blaze has uh, you know knowledge of things that a normal man shouldn't possess. You know, it's the same sort of thing. You just don't question it. It's just <laughs> very is. true. And then leave it be. <laughs> oh my! Fuck me. <laughs> a mime. Uh, yeah. I watched. Speaking of Bobby, yeah, go and continue with Bobby Blaze. I watched uh, Bobby Blaze cut a promo in Cleveland Professional Wrestling, which was after oh, yeah? his, which was after his WCW run, and they closed the doors. And this is one. I think it was one of the things, one of the last things he did. And by God, if that man. I will give you. I give you 157% credit. Bobby Blaze was getting fucking heat, heel fucking real heat from that crowd. Oh yeah, and he dude. Was, 
And you could tell he was loving every fucking minute of it. Oh, he's they were shouting so loud that you couldn't hear him, and he was, you know, cracking that half smile. Like, I got you, bitches. Now I'm gonna, I'm really gonna sink it in. Now, it was awesome. Oh, Bobby's fantastic. Just he's one of a kind. But I thought to myself, I thought to myself, where was, where, why were they not using this skill previously? Because this guy's fucking go. I mean, we know from his podcast appearances other places and ours and all the rest he's mike gold why did nobody ever know this and one thing i think it is is and i and i think it's stupid a lot of these places you know bobby's like me in terms of we've got that hillbilly accent and well that would explain the wwe part because vince thinks southerners are all stupid yeah, he does. Generally, generally speaking, I don't know. I just uh, it was it was an it was excellent promo. I was trying to find uh, uh, names and things and people in his past that I could could bring up. Eh? Bobby's, going deep. Bobby's an interesting case. Uh, to me, he's a guy that got success, but when he got his success, nobody really knew what to do. They didn't know what they had, and they didn't want to let Bobby explore and be himself. Well, Bobby him, would have been himself, and these companies would have took the don't. handcuffs off. Bobby could have been big. Yeah, I don't know if if they ever like. What? Where did the Bobby Blaze thing come from? Like, was that his idea? Was that something somebody slapped on him? Um, um, I'm not a hundred percent. Because I think, like in the Cleveland pro in the Cleveland pro wrestling clip, he's got longer hair and a bit of a scruff going, and he looks totally different hmm. than like when you see him in WCW, and he's that kind of got him, you know, uh, you know. I don't want to slam Bobby, but you know, he's a surf boy slash nerd guy. Which is so not him. No, it, it's not him. Uh, yeah, I mean it's so not him. Like he should have. Like he, I see him like in the Cleveland pro wrestling thing. I see him like with the wild hair, and a mustache, and a beard, and he's and he's cocky. Like uh, I, I could have seen him in the ring with Austin without any trouble at all. Going, oh, no, you know, yeah, you think you're a tough son of a bitch? I'll show you tough, you son of a bitch. I watched two men have anal sex in a prison. Words <laughs> 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 to that effect. Like, cause he yeah. has that, he has that capability in him easily. And they never, either it, he never brought it out or nobody ever, or he did. And they said, no, oh, no, that ain't going to work. Shut up. But he would have made an excellent heel. A fucking superb one. And then too, he, he doesn't give a shit about a what he people. says. Not a lot of people gave gave him a chance to be heel. That's the problem. Yeah, but he should have. I think I have to, we're gonna have to ask him about that. I don't know if anybody's ever asked him that. He should have been. He should have been we'll a have fucking to, top uh, run we'll heel. Have to get him on. I have to get him on and talk to uh-huh. him about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, have to get him on and talk to him about it. Well, you got his number. Yeah. Yeah, I have to get him on sometime. But uh, yeah, as far as I know, I think he actually came up with the Bobby Blaze gimmick name. He may have, but I, but I wonder if that's because he had, like, I don't know his previous 
uh, you know, what he had, I mean, okay, obviously when he was in WWE the, or after the first time around, he was basically enhancement talent. But after that, I mean, he was a, what, uh, TV champ, light heavyweight champp, and uh, heavy and uh, and heavyweight champ in Smoky Mountain. So I mean, they, somebody saw something there somewhere. That might have been Jim, but still. Um, and we all know the best the best uh, baby faces. You know, the one of the wonder most wonderful thing you can do with them is turn them heel. Hello. Like oh, Bobby! Bobby didn't get his big baby, his big big baby face run in Smoky Mountain until um, a little bit later in the promotion. Had they gave it time, he probably would have turned heel. Because in WCW, I, I I got the feeling that they didn't really know what to do with him. I saw a couple of a uh, couple of matches where he got lambasted. And then I saw a few where he won, and it was kind of like, they don't know what the fuck to do with this guy. They don't know if they should turn him into enhancement talent or if they should push him. Or, And they even had, I think it was Dusty Rhodes, who was on commentary saying, oh, no, this boy has got plenty of talent. You know, okay, so you got the announcer saying he's got talent and everything, but you're not letting him win. But then maybe that was the case of WCW being what it was. Well, if you, you got to remember, if you weren't, uh, if you're, yeah, if your last name wasn't Hogan or you weren't a friend of Bischoff's, you probably weren't really going to get a push. Yeah, and Bobby was Bobby was a great talent. Um, I think a, a lot of these wrestling companies, especially WCW, anytime somebody became available, they were almost trying to sign guys. If anything, just to make sure Vince didn't get them. Uh, as dumb as I that sounds. Uh, I also don't see Bobby Blaze being an ass kisser. So no, he may no, have Bobby been, Blaze does not kiss ass. He may ever. have been his own worst enemy in that respect, in that he was not about to play any favorites or any of that shit. So, well, let's be honest, in WCW particularly, at that time, um, ass kissing was, well... I think that was the number one talent in that company at, at the end, anyway. Yeah, there was that, and uh, the simple fact that Bobby was, he comes in, he just did what he was supposed to do, and didn't cause any trouble, and another problem with WCW is they didn't make a lot of stars. Almost every big star they had was, uh, was somebody else's. from WWE or WWF TV, because yeah. uh, you Goldberg. look at it. Goldberg, they made. DDP was yeah, a star Goldberg. they made. Um, Booker T, late, almost too late. Um, I'll give Vince Russo credit. I will give Vince Russo Yeah, he was the only one who wanted to go down that road. Yeah, he was the only one willing to try and make a star. Now, granted, how he went about it, probably not the best way to do it. But I will say he wanted to make new stars. He wanted to push guys like Jeff Jarrett, guys like Booker T, uh, you know, guys like that. But before that, uh, DDP was kind of a star. Uh, you know, you said Goldberg. They did make Goldberg. Um, yeah, they made. He's one of the few that I know that they, they never wrestled. Sting from the early '80s. Sting was yeah, just a mainstay from the '80s. Other than that, man, they never really made a new star. Yeah, like everybody really. came from WWF. Well, or, or they were well, 
you know, they were, or were already well-established, like player, or, yeah, you or, know, uh, like that. Yeah, the territory established before WCW. Yeah, I mean, you know. guys like Chris Benoit and uh, people like that, they had gotten over in Japan and when he was Pegasus Kid and then ECW and kind of oh, world renowned. He wrestled Stampede long before anybody yeah. even knew who he was. Yeah, and they had, you know, Chris Jericho came in there, was a cruiserweight, uh, Eddie Guerrero, guys they had found in uh, ECW, and they made them cruiserweights, and the division got over, but they never became big stars. Then they go to the WWE, and Eddie Guerrero becomes world champion, Benoit's world champion, Mysterio's world champion. Eddie Guerrero. All right, let me throw this one at you. Let me throw this one at you. Who would be who would be your probably all time favorite and who would be your all time least favorite pro wrestler? Oh God. Think That's about so it. hard though, because I mean my initial introduction to wrestling was uh, Stampede. Okay. I didn't really have you any somebody from Stampede. But I didn't really have any any favorites there really that was just wrestling and we watched it um what hooked me on wrestling was, i mean i was a hogan guy i saw saturday night's main event and so what the hell is this i like cause we didn't i didn't know i had no idea who those guys were hulk hogan who the fuck is hulk? oh jesus christ look at the size of that guy oh look at him body slamming all them big giant dudes around holy this is cool i gotta watch more of this uh, I had never seen, I didn't see like NWA wrestling until like I was a teenager. Like and I'm talking like 17, 18, because there's nobody up here broadcasted. It was, I had no idea who those guys were unless they, you know, unless you got lucky and they had moved to uh, WWF and somebody slipped and mentioned that they, you know, were from down south or whatever, and then you got a bit of an inkling on, like, and I never saw, like, a pro wrestling illustrated or any of that till I was, you know, late teens. So I had no idea who those guys were. Um, but that being said, I mean, oh, yeah, I was a Hogan guy. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. After that, I mean, once he was kind of gone, uh, I was a big, I was a big rock guy. In, his, in the later part of his career, not at the beginning, I didn't care for him much. But yeah, then, when he, I, I always liked the way he, I always liked the way he ran the mic. Yeah, him, him on the mic was as good as he was in the ring. Um, for guys, I hated, like hated because they were good, or thought they just sucked. Period. You just thought they sucked. Like a the guy, guy you would see come I, on TV, a guy you would see come on TV, and you were just like, I just don't care. Like, basically, if he was coming on, he had a match coming up, you wouldn't care to check the I football game. Or well, you know what? You know, like, this really, this will shock. You know, a lot of guys are going to go, oh, Tim, you're not a wrestling fan at all for saying that. You know who bores okay. me to tears? Who? Ric Flair. Really? Ric Flair bores me, bores me to tears. It's the same fucking thing. Over. Like, people talk about Hogan doing the same moves over and over and over. So what is Ric Flair? Figure four leg lock. Fucking chest chop. 
oh, I'm going to get thrown into the corner, into the turnbuckle. I'm going to do my flare move, which admittedly is a cool move, that I shoot right out of the ring. I'm going to jump back in the ring and fall flat on my head, and then I'm going to cheat for the win. Done. <laughs> Guys did have their ways of working matches. Yeah, they uh, did, you know, but, but I always, like, be, and because of his size, like, I never saw him in his prime prime. By the time I saw him, he was probably already fairly old. And I always used to think to myself, your guys are trying to tell me that that fake platinum blonde ugly motherfucker who you guys are trying to pass off as some kind of stud, even though he was in real life, is going to beat Hulk Hogan? Kidding me? Like, there's no way. But then I also bought into the whole, this is real. Because I still don't well, know. How, I mean, in reality, how does Ric Flair ever beat Hulk Hogan? If well, if you want to get down real. to brass tacks here, uh, who's yeah, ever going to beat who's who's ever going to beat Brock Lesnar in the WWE? Well, I mean, I'll, well, I'll, I'll give it to you, but he's, I mean, of all time, Andre the Giant. Oh Nobody's yeah, I mean, go back to Andre. Except who maybe big, actually big stop Show him? might have a shot, but in in normal time wrestling, who's going to beat Big Show? Should never lose. Ever, who who could he, nobody can pick him up if he didn't let them. That's why it's more fun because it's a work. <laughs> well, true. I mean, but that's that's what's missing in wrestling. Like, really, it's. I mean, back like if Big Show would have come into the wrestling in the sixties or seventies, he'd have been a huge star, way huger than he was, because he'd have got the Andre the Giant treatment. Well, there's no way anybody can pick this gigantic fucker up, which would have been true. Because if he yeah. spreads his legs apart a little bit and fights back, you aren't picking him up. Even the yeah, strong guys wouldn't do it. And, he, and he'd look at you and pick you up and throw you out of the ring. Match is over. Kind of like what Andre did for the last 10 years of his career. Or maybe not 10 years, last four or five anyway, when he really yeah. wasn't moving very But he was just still so big that, yeah, I, I, I never, I always thought Ric Flair was boring as hell. Well, uh, you better know. hope Caller Jeff doesn't hear you. <laughs> well, Caller Jeff can phone in, and I, I'm not – in full disclosure, I'm nowhere near the computer, so I couldn't even look to see if we had a caller or not. <laughs> we don't. I'm working. I can't um, see. So, I've always yeah, been a nope. Flair fan. I've always liked Flair. Um you know, and I just got more and more respect for him. When you go back and look at his matches from the 80s, um, just so so many great rivalries and matches, and you know he had a certain way he worked his matches that worked for him. Uh, but then there was certain guys that he would do more with. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Well, it's also, it's Rose, also a totally fun. different type of wrestler. It is. It is. It's more of you a know, physical w- style. Yeah, WWF of the 80s versus NWA of the 80s is two different things, totally. Very different. So. Um, WWF, to me, in the 80s, I wasn't alive. Uh, but w- if I had saw WWF in the 80s um, when I was a kid, yeah, I probably would have loved it. Um, which I was a WWF fan growing up because they had Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels, guys like that. Well, it was always more of a cartoonish slash um, more over-the-top. 
Like even yeah. like I mean, if you, More you know, kids. even if you just watched the, I mean, it was the whole it was the whole thing. The production was splashy and flashy and. Uh, you know, the whole thing was much more over the top than than what, you know, like Sunday night NWA wrestling ever dreamed of being, where it was about the wrestling. Yeah, and they focused more on the ring product than they did on the, you know, the production and value, the, the lights. And it was the, basically, the here's a bunch of gigantic dudes. Um, at one time, there was really no little guys. And by little, yeah. I'm talking like even six footers. Everybody was a beast, or or big at least. You know, uh, earthquake and typhoon and all these kinds of guys. You know, the uh, Bundy, Bigelow, all these guys, all big guys, or else muscled to the balls. I didn't really have that in NWA. You know, the no, guys they were more like Rick. They were more Ric Flair sized guys. You know, they were muscled, but not not bodybuilder muscle like WWF dudes. Well, were. you got to remember those bodybuilder muscle guys weren't exactly in the best shape. They can only they they had to work that big guy style because they couldn't walk well, around. Yeah, they, they couldn't. couldn't they had those. I mean, nobody was <laughs> Hulk Hogan and, and Andre the Giant weren't doing a sixty minute Broadway. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> you know what's happening? In the seven minute era, out of those two, yeah, they're yeah, both going to be exhausted when it's over. What you get, what you get out of those two guys? Yeah, no, they, they were they were what they were, I guess. But yeah, no, Ric Flair, not a fan. Okay, well that's fine. You can be wrong. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, it's all opinion, right? I mean, I'm I'm, just uh, I have no, pro- I have no problem in the same breath. You know, you love Ric Flair, and that's okay too. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're crazy. You know, I'm just saying, for I'm me, right. I always thought he was uh, kind of boring. No, I That's get all. it. I, get I mean, I know people that think Hogan is boring. Uh, Hogan. You know, so, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's Hogan a there's there out there. There's a bunch of people that think he's severely overrated and never did anything. Uh, and that's cool. WWE, whatever. Hogan in WWE was boring to me. Um, if you watch his matches, they were kind of boring. Never really cared for his matches. However, if you ever go online and Google Hulk Hogan versus the Great Muda in, at New Japan when Hogan was the champion, holy hell, what a match they had. Hulk Hogan could wrestle when he wanted to. He just didn't need it was to. If they let him. It was if they let him. That was the thing. He was hamstrung. I've seen matches from Japan of him and Hanson where you know, Hulk Hogan is delivering to the chin drop kicks. Yeah, which I mean, they never even would have, which they even would have never even let him think about doing in WWF. Yeah, I mean Hogan could wrestle. I'm not saying he couldn't. It was he was hamstrung, and he was I mean, kind he of a, okay. Left. Here's we don't want Hogan to do this or to do that because no, we don't I mean, want Hulk him to get Hogan hurt. left his feet in WWE and RF to deliver the leg drop, and that was it. Yep, that's it. Other than that, he barely like, even in the bump department. You know, he'd take a shot to the turnbuckles. He might get body slammed now and then, but that was it. He never ever took much in the way of a beating ever. It, you know, he would get punched eight thousand times and drop to a knee, so he could hulk up, right? Yeah. No, he he never took the other guy's super moves very often. Occasionally, but not often. Occasionally, but not that often, though, because he usually never got to that point. 
I don't know. I mean, wrestling. I mean, it's like anything else. It's all, uh, you know, what 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 what's your favorite sport? Well, you know, we got guys who's you know Major League Baseball, and we go, oh. you know, how could that be? <laughs> and yet there's and yet there's millions of people that love baseball. So, you know, I can't sit here and say you're nuts for liking baseball. It's not my cup of tea. But what the hell do I know? I mean, I would be quite happy to follow the nineteen, uh, the twenty. 19 Invitational Ant Hill Burning Competition, but... (laughs) (laughs) Can I please get an invite to that? (laughs) Oh, I want to compete. I want in. You know, you got your your choices of gasoline, C4. (laughs) I'm I'm game. We got to do this. We got to make this happen. You know, are you a, are you a diesel or an unleaded guy? Do you know, do you want the fires to <laughs> burn long and hot? But or, well, diesel burns slow but pretty warm. Unleaded goes up. You know, you get a big bang from unleaded. Yeah. Um, well, you see, have you ever done that as a kid? And he always no. Well, what about no? I, I mean, like, uh, see, I grew up on a farm where I had access to gasoline and well. Fires, basically, I guess you could say. Like we Never used to burn a fire. Yeah, like back in the day, we used to be able to used to be able to burn your own garbage. Like when you we would burn, country. like yeah, I mean we would burn boxes and not okay, garbage. So now have say. have we you ever had the opportunity garbage. to try diesel fuel and or car from a gasoline in this fire experimentation? Yeah, uh, the diesel fuel takes a minute to get going, but once it does, it goes a while. Uh, Gasoline, regular gas business, that's it. Whoosh. Like a bottle rocket. You get really intense heat, and then it'll burn for a while, but not like diesel does. Yeah. All right, so back to the anthills. So we've got (laughs) diesel, gasoline, C4. I like C4. Dynamite. Yeah. And there's got to be something else. <laughs> you have one more combustible. Uh, a jet 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 fighter gas. JP4. Ooh. Ooh. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now the the the, 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 the qualifying is though the more dead the more explosive the uh, the combustible, the less you get of it. So we'll give you like you know we'll give you more diesel than we will jet fuel. So you gotta you gotta plan strategic, mm. and you get you get a shovel and uh, like an ice auger, except for dirt, you know something mm. that throws post holes, but a handheld yeah. one. So you've got a so you've got a handheld uh, post hole digger, a shovel. Uh, yeah, fuck it. And five gallons of whatever uh, flu, uh, whatever uh, combustible you want from uh, from the mentioned, or five pounds of C4 or five pounds of dynamite. I'll take the begin. five pounds of C4. Yeah, begin. Five pounds of C4. That's where I'm going. I take. I don't even use the shovel. I take the the drill. And I drill right into the middle of that hill as deep as I can get in the time allotted, whatever that might be. I then pour my combustible, whatever it is, inside that hill, bury it back up with a fuse or a wet trail to if it's gas, 
But then I have a little surprise for the uh, for the ants. I have circled the ant hill in two or three times with said combustible burning rings of fire. So the ants that are outside the hill can't get to the new hill to help, and the ants that are in the hill can't run away without going Very through evil. the without getting through the <laughs> without getting through the fire. I've thought this through. I see. Let the games begin. Let the games begin, and we've got it. We've got it. We've we've got it hooked up to a computer, so that your entire ant hill is actually inside a box that's buried into the ground that doesn't burn when I've made out of some kind of material that isn't combustible, and we know how many ants were in your hill, so we can sift through the dirt and refuse when you're done, and count corpses. Winner determined dear, by how many ants are dead. Dear Lord. <laughs> I have a lot of spare time on my hands, sir. I, I see thought that. these things through. I see I that. thought these things through. I'm going to start sending you some of my homework to help out with. <laughs> should we, in fact, get somebody to do a video production of this and take it to Fox Television? Because I think this is a TV show. <laughs> this is a show waiting to happen. Tonight on Wednesday night, Ant Hill Destruction. A construction <laughs> right after, worker from West Virginia. <laughs> right after Tuesday night curling. Right after Tuesday night curling on the Wide Mid Can't Jump Network. It's Ant Hill Destruction. A celebrity Ant Hill Destruction with Bobby Brady. Destruction. Jim Cornette and Vince Russo. Bobby Blaze, for some reason, is circling the hill talking about mimes. <laughs> Bobby Hill has pulled his pants down and is making love to the anthill. <laughs> oh, no, he's just poking holes in it. He's aerating it. <laughs> Jim Cornette won't kill any of the ants. Well, that'd be Russo because he's big into Jesus. He wouldn't want to kill any of the ants. <laughs> Jim would be wondering if he should because the deer might like them. I think Jim's pretty close to a pacifist, too. Maybe it can't be Jim Cornette and Vince Russo. Those are bad celebrity guests. We had we had four people to enter the competition, but one man hasn't showed up. He says he's editing. So. <laughs> yeah. He disrupted his family holiday and his editing. Celebrity Anthill Destruction. No, Celebrity <laughs> Anthill Destruction with Cindy Lauper. You know, those with it because it, it's not going to be real celebrity. It can't even be Cindy Lauper. It's those kind of pseudo celebrities, kind of like the guys that were on like Hollywood Squares. Danny you know, knew who they were. Yeah, you know, he used to be a celebrity, but he really isn't anymore. Yeah, you know, Bruce Scott Bale. <laughs> Danny Bonaducci, Scott Bayo, and uh, 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 Willis from Todd Bridges from Different Strokes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine? That's fucking ratings gold. I don't care what anybody says. And then in a, in a strange twist, you can redeem, if you don't win the body count, you can if you eat the rest of their live ants. Ugh. <laughs> it's for money. The Todd Bridges would be right in there. <laughs> Celebrity Ant Hill Destruction with uh, uh, Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> Tanya Harding. 
Um, Serena Williams. She just takes her tennis racket to the hill and just beats the shit out of it. <laughs> no, she's not a killer. Tonya Harding. Again, I'd have to find two other. Uh, uh, Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, Long Island Lolita. Uh, what the hell was her name? Fuck, Fana. Um, uh, the one that, uh, what was his, his name, was uh, Joey Buttafuoco. Amy Fisher. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Long Island Lolita, Amy Fisher, Lorena Bobbitt, and Tanya Hardick. There we go. It's money. We could have like <laughs> rappers on. You know, Coolio. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Coolio just sits there with his handgun and blazes away at the anvil. <laughs> Not really killing anything, just throwing up puffs of dirt. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Tonight on Retro Celebrity Anthill Destruction. Ice T. LL Cool J. Ice T, LL Cool J, and Flavor Flav. With special guest star Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Bridget oh. Nielsen. Dear Lord. <laughs> oh, good. Dear Bridget Nielsen should have been in Mary Fark Hill. She should have been. <laughs> Talk about a creation. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, she was not hot. I mean, I, shit, you maybe weren't even born. Were you born when Beverly Hills Cop came out? I don't alive? know. What year did it come out? I'm not sure, but I, I think in the... Well, the first one was in the 80s for sure. I think she oh, was in Beverly Hills Cop 2. I mean, they tried to pass her off as hot there. Yeah, they tried to pass her off as hot there, and it was just like, no, no people. She was maybe kind of hot in Red Sonja, maybe, but almost in a creepish sort of way. Uh, Let me see here. Because she's so big. She was a model. Can you believe she was a model? No. She's in Playboy. Oh, God. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, she was in Beverly Hills Cop 2 in 1987. That so I was not born. So you weren't with, so you weren't with us even then? Nope. <laughs> and I no, was, sir, I was not. And I was 20 years old, mate. <laughs> so you haven't seen these Playboy pictures, have you? No. No, I guess I gotta check it out. I can't say I have, so I'm almost afraid. Mind I'm gonna you, check Playboy, it out. Oh, you're going to see your boobs and her pu- You're going to see boobs and pubes on, in Playboy. You're not seeing anything else. So, oh, probably, but yeah, you're not getting a shot of her vagina, really, because Playboy, especially back then, they didn't do that. It's only only Hustler did that back then. Well, still, Thank you, I'm going to take Flint. a look. Thank you, Larry Flint, for letting me know what vaginas really look like. Yeah, thank you, Larry. Them, yeah, them shots in Playboy where I didn't really know. None of us did. Nah. Even Playboy couldn't make her look that great. No, I don't. I don't understand. I don't get the hype. No, I don't get I don't it. No, no, sir. Well, mind you, you know, there's a, there was a pile of men who wanted to bang China. 
So true. I don't okay, know. but when she first when she first started, she was hideous. Then the In rest China? of her was all fake. After that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean she got better looking as the years. Yeah, went but on. that was she didn't get better looking. They sculpted her to look better. Well, what's so, wrong with that? <laughs> gross. What I know yeah. what the original looked like, gross. You know, if I'd never <laughs> seen her previous, then maybe, but no, she never worked for me. You know, we're like cuddling up to, uh, not Beth Phoenix, but the other one. It was the other one. She died recently. Um, uh, I, can't, I can't remember her name. She was a really big muscle-bound thing. Oh, um... Shit. Nicole Bass. I'm drawing a blank, but you... What's that? Nicole Bass? Yes, that's it. You know, she was always not an attractive... Aren't you glad I'm here to remember all these obscure people? Yeah, you're good for the wrestling (laughs) names. So you do it for me, and I do it for Tom, except I just do it for Tom with words. (laughs) (laughs) You just do it for him for the English language. (laughs) Oh, I was talking to him the other night. And he he says, and I had uh, I had ten uh, thingies at work, you know, Tim thingies. And I'm like, you know, because I so I have to go into I have to go into my routine. Okay, I'm Tom Robinson at work. I'm looking around. What would be ten thingies you'd see? I said pallets. And he says, Yeah, that's it, pallets. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm a wizard. <laughs> I am a wizard because no in hell that either that or I provide a word and Tom just goes with it. Which <laughs> <laughs> is also a possibility. Yeah, I gotta it. try that. Maybe I should try that and, and start brisk throwing out like really dumb shit. Oh. That has nothing to do with with anything. Oh, my computer has said that I just hit a button. Well, that's, thank you. That's very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thank you, computer. You're so helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you un- like in this thing, I got speakers, right? If you unplug yeah. the speakers, it, it, it lets you know you unplugged them like you didn't know somehow. Oh, gee, thanks. You know, they stopped working. So I'm, I'm probably it's probably the first place I'm going to look is to see if they're plugged in. But thanks for beeping at me that they're unplugged. Good old Microsoft. You know, you I just look. recently got a uh, I got a MacBook for school purposes. Um, they give it to you at school. So well, that's. That's always been the, the, the thing. A Mac has always been the conqueror of the educational world where as IBM slash Microsoft computers basically has always been the physical world, I guess you could say. You know, I've, I've gotten to where I kind of – there's a couple things I don't like about Mac, but for the most part, I, I like it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think but, there's anything wrong with the Mac per se, except that most of, of short of the educational industry don't bother to support it, because of course they use a different operating system, right? Well, nor- nowadays you're getting to the point where, where Mac is becoming a, um, 
most pl- most things that you would download for your com- your PC or your computer or whatever, it's going to have the option to download for Mac or to download for a regular PC. No, unless unless you're a gamer. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're a, a gamer, gamer of any yeah. sort, almost nothing comes out on Mac. Every well, so yeah, because it's too it's just too hard. Yeah, but for a lot of people, you know, we're buying a family computer. Well, oh, this one doesn't play games. Oh shit, can't have that. Yeah, MacBooks are bill. more for like school and like for business. young urban professional types. Yeah, yeah. Or if I you're mean, a teacher, maybe, school. or something like that, or a professional of some sort. Like my sister and her husband. Well, she's a teacher. Well, she's a clinical psychologist. She doesn't teach anymore, and he's a professor. Well, they they both have one because it suits their professional stuff so much better than a regular computer. Or yeah, a Microsoft. The thing with Jiggy. So there you go. So I guess that answers that question. Microsoft or or uh, Apple? Because you're an Apple guy. I like both. Like honestly, like I think Microsoft has. They both. A, they both have goods and bads. But that's Depending my thing. I can doing. adapt. I can adapt to either. Um, I think it just depends on what you're using the machine for. Um, where we have the use for school, the Mac. The MacBook seems to be useful in those areas for what we do. Um, for the podcasting world and for the, uh, you know, the musician and stuff, a MacBook might actually be better. But when it comes to, you know, gaming and things of that nature, I'd say PC is the way to go. Or go with an Alienware is the really big one nowadays. Oh, that's... Uh... I have an Alienware uh, laptop. Oh. Well, I have two. I have I have a, I have a Hewlett Packard that I just use for my day to day stuff. And yeah. Then I have an Alien. Then I have an Alienware uh, laptop for gaming. That's loaded to the balls with all the goodness, because I don't want it to be corrupted by the internet and all these things. Understandable. Oh man! It's, you never know like, what you'll get like, out here on the internet. Yeah, it's like night and day between the. I mean, my other computer's not a piece of garbage either, but it it is compared to that Alienware thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're gaming, then Alienware is really the way to go, from what I hear. Well, the, the trouble is, is like if you don't want to have to buy a new computer every year or two, when you do buy one, you gotta go. And I know, like, a lot of people can't because you can't spend the money or you don't have the money to spend. But you've got to buy top of the line because if you don't... Yeah, you can't You can't In wait. two years, you're just going to have to buy another one anyway or you won't yeah, be able to play anything. Trying to cut corners on buying any any electronic stuff is really not good because... Well, people will go, you know, okay, well, what's the... Video? Like, particularly for gaming, okay, it's the video card, right? That's the, That's the biggie. You know, you need enough RAM and a nice processor is always good. But if you don't have the right, if you don't have a ballsy video card, it don't matter. And people will, people, a lot of people don't know. They'll go to buy, particularly laptops, and it'll say, well, it has like Intel graphics. Okay, you don't want that. It'll work, but it's not supported. Most video games, you know, it's Radeon or NVIDIA. That's what you want. And you want to spend, you want to find the best deal for the best graphics card you can afford to buy. 
because the better it is, the longer it's going to be able to play games. It's just that simple. Well, see, I have a friend who built his own home computer. He built a, uh, uh, he calls it the monolith, is what he calls it. <laughs> uh, that's what he calls it. That's his, his name for it. This isn't Thing one of the ones, mon- this isn't one of your friends I know, is it? I don't think so. Uh, have you ever seen the pictures of me with the pro wrestlers? It's the guy holding yeah, the so. camera. The guy holding the camera. Well, I mean, all of your friends have got goofy names. Which one? Justin Buckner. Okay, I think I may have seen that name before. Yeah, I just he's really good. If it was any of the other ones, I was going to start cracking jokes, but I don't know him, so I won't. I won't pick on him. I won't pick on him for monologue. But he he built his own computer. Uh, he he's told me what all's in it. I was like, okay, whatever you say, pal. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, so much of it feeds off of one another too. Like, like they're like kind of goofy when you go to buy a laptop. You know, it'll have a great video card in it, and then it'll have like four gigs of RAM. Okay, well that's useless. Like that video card's wonderful, but with only with the four things of RAM, you can't do anything. So you can't really utilize the video card. Or I've seen the opposite where they've got 16 megs of RAM. But the video card is shit. And it's just like, okay, well, you have 16 megabytes of RAM, but you can't use them because your video card won't, doesn't, isn't good enough to play anything. You know, it all, it all matters at the end of the day, I guess is what it, you get, Regardless, bang for the buck. That's where it's at. Especially yeah. with computers because the new games come out and the requirements get higher and higher and higher. And pretty soon, and it doesn't take long, like in a year, your top-of-the-line or your medium-line computer isn't any good anymore. Yeah, when it comes to... If that's what you want When it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm I'm kind of lost. I'm I'm one of those that's really, like, I I don't know much about gaming. Um, Well, it would be like like in the day when you used to be able to buy a... Uh, and I don't even know if they do it this way anymore, but you used to be able to buy just, you know, you had a CD player, a DVD player, and a Blu-ray yeah. player. Okay, yeah. but you can buy ones that play everything. Okay, well, that's the one to buy. So you don't, you know, or you know, they would play uh, Super HD or whatever it was. That's what yeah. you want. You want one that'll do everything. You don't want to just buy one. Well, computers, it's just the same deal, Right. This will, you yeah. know, if you just want to go on the internet, okay, well, this is fine. But if you want to play, uh, I don't know what the big title is these days, but let's say you were really into Warcraft. That's something most people okay. know what it is. Okay, so you wanted to play Warcraft online. Okay, well, you need a good computer. And what was a good computer two years ago would play Warcraft two years ago. But then Warcraft comes out with a, you know, the, the new version of Warcraft Online or the expansion or whatever it is. And it was made with today's technology. Okay, It'll run on your super slow computer, but it would be like trying to stream a movie on a landline. <laughs> you know, it'll run for yeah. 10 seconds and then nothing, you know, you'll get free stutter and, and you won't get the experience you should and the game doesn't run fast enough and or it lag, might crash lag, and all. Lag, lag. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you buy, if you try to buy the best you can get, there's chances are that machine probably lasts you three or four years until it's not 
up to snuff anymore because technology just passes it by. And you can't blame them because they want to make, you know, if you look at the difference between a video game from when you were 15 to what one looks like now, you know, they've come along. I mean, they're getting pretty realistic. I mean, they're starting to look like movies. Yeah, they really are. I've been uh, been noticing that that it's it's been getting pretty insane. Some of these video games. Well, an old lady's playing one, and with her 4K television, and uh, she's playing on a PlayStation, mind you. But same diff, same technology, oh, yeah. really, just in a just in a different box. You'd swear to God that you know you almost got to look twice. Like that fucking, you know, it almost doesn't look like a, you know, if you don't look real hard, you'd think that was actually a real person running on the screen. You know, it's not, but it's it's damn close. They've captured uh, the way people move and all that. They've got down pretty good. It's not, you know, you don't look like a retard when you're running like you used to in the old games. And <laughs> yeah, tech- that was technology. Fun, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they never they never got the graphics, the the uh, the physics quite down. You know, like if you played a particularly a sports game, like you could, you've seen like you know, EA yeah. basketball from you know 1998. Okay, oh yeah, I remember. Right. And, you know, and the shooting motions don't look right. They're kind of right, but kind of not. Yeah, well, look at that game today. You'd swear you're damn near on the in, on the court. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, my dad you one know, time watched me and Josh play a game, and when we got done, we turned it off. He goes, "Wait a minute, that was a video game." <laughs> You know, they motion capture all the players, you know, and they take pictures of, you know, here, LeBron, dunk, take a three-pointer, do this, do that, run up and down, and they've they've got him in the suit with the, you know, with the lights on it, and so they can get yeah. all his body physics down, and nobody looks as, they used to all run exactly the same, eh? <laughs> now they don't anymore, and it's crazy what they've done. Video games are, yeah. Now, now with virtual reality, that's next apparently. But I'm too old for that. I, I won't go down that road. <laughs> Unless they have virtual yeah, reality come on, porn, Tim. You're never too old. Unless they got virtual reality porn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you now think, that's a party. <laughs> you think? You think about it. And I'm, and I'm not. I'm not even trying to be funny. Although it's going to come off funny. If they told you, okay, for eighty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. You buy this pair of glasses, then for another sixty bucks, you can buy whatever female you can think of, and it'll actually be like your fucking her. That would that is going to make crack cocaine look like Kool Aid. <laughs> oh, I only laugh because it's true. Well, can you imagine? If like seriously, if they told you, Nate, you don't, even if you, hey, if you would like to fuck Peyton Royce, sixty bucks. Take my Here's money. Virtual reality. It's, it's <laughs> going to look and feel like the real thing. How many men would not leave the house? They wouldn't. You, you would they start wouldn't. seeing stories of you know, uh, instead of you know, teenager dies after playing Warcraft for two days. You know, sixty, fifty-two year old. Man from Philadelphia found dead in room after sodomizing <laughs> Sasha Banks for thirteen days in a row. <laughs> Forgot to eat or drink. <laughs> oh, 
it's true though. If you could have, I mean, and it wouldn't even be limited to to uh, celebrities. You've got a picture of the girl's face. You can put her on whatever program you like, and you can do whatever you want to her. Good lord. Shit. Uh. I think the I don't think the world can handle that. I really don't. I'm still thinking about. It. Sodomizing Sasha Banks. <laughs> I picture I picture a dead Tom, like where his head still looks like his head, but the rest of him is like shriveled up because <laughs> he's he's used up every ounce of uh, body fluid he has. He's got bone dry bone dry seminal vesicles. They're all cracked, and his penis is just raw and wore out. I don't know why, but meanwhile, that really caught me off guard. Really meanwhile, got... in the background, you can hear the video loop of, Hi, Tom. It's me, Sasha. Are you ready to go? <laughs> oh, shit. That's Some funny. man in this. Tom Tom Robinson. Tom Robinson. I shouldn't say it's not Tom Robinson. Some guy from Philadelphia has set the world record for purchasing uh, virtual reality loops of uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sasha Banks is retired. Oh yeah, it would just be. Well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, and you then you could get like you could get stupid, like not just that. Okay, I've got, I've got Sasha Banks. I've got, uh, I got uh, seven other wrestlers, two porn stars, my neighbor from down the road, my best friend's sister, and they're all in a fourteen-girl Bukaki gangbang, and you could do it. <laughs> You know, there's no limits. I suppose you're right. You and you're, yeah, and you're all, they all love you, and they all do whatever you... Oh, God, man. You know, or if you ever had that girl, you always... You know, you dated a girl, and she wouldn't do whatever it was you wanted to. Well, now... <laughs> or even if you're even your old lady. You know, I always wanted to do, fill in the blank, whatever kinky thing it is you wanted to do, and your old lady wouldn't. Well, now she will. You you might not even need to have sex with your old lady anymore because you've got her on virtual reality where she's much more pliable. <laughs> she's much more you understanding wanted, and forgiving. Yeah, well, and you always wanted to be called, you know, I don't know, you call me Mr. Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> you shall address me in the bedroom as Mr. Pitt. Or the rock or, or whatever. Oh, and, you know. Somebody we called Mr. Pitt. Well, Brad Pitt. <laughs> you know, I want to be called Mr. Pitt because I look like him, right? <laughs> There'll be no more calling me chubby in the bedroom, bitch. <laughs> I shall God be Mr. Damn. Pitt. Okay, well, all right, fine. In your world, In your world, it would be you shall address me as Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Mr. Pitt. Oh God. <laughs> well, okay, you can be you can be Mr. Damon if you want to be, but he's kind of the lesser of the two. Oh, Mr. McConaughey, Mr. I Affleck. Thinking, I was thinking when you said Mr. Pitt, I was thinking you meant like, yeah, I'm gonna make that pussy into a pit. Oh, <laughs> you sick fuck you. I thought maybe you were thinking like armpit or something. No, I meant like Brad Pitt. You know, I want to be called Mr. Brad Pitt. You shall address my sexiness thusly. Mr. Pitt. 
I want to be called Mr. I want to be called Mr. Tripod. <laughs> oh man, you popped hard. You popped harder for that than you did for Antonio Banderas. Oh, well, there you go. See, like you could even do that. You know, you ever wanted to? You ever wanted to have the gay experience without really having it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, somebody, you know, on, somebody save me! You're on Facebook downloading photos of Armando. <laughs> Sorry, I pulled my uh, <sighs> pulled my headphones out. <laughs> yeah, you got. Uh, your your old lady demands to know why you have all this all these photos of Armando on your Facebook or on your desktop. Oh, she already knows oh, about they're those. Just, they're just uh you know, you've got you've got Ronaldo uh, Armando's uh, head pasted on the body of uh Christian Neymar. <laughs> yeah. No, not Neymar cuz we hate Neymar. No, you can't uh, have Ronaldo. that. No. Yeah, you got you got well, and Armando. I think Armando's head would reject Neymar's body. <laughs> Program not sustainable. <laughs> oh no, no, no good Mexican is gonna mess with gonna have the Brazilian body of Neymar. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's instant, oh, instant organ re- instant organ rejection there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what is I bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, and I think and honestly, I don't know if I can make it another twenty minutes. I'm dying, and <laughs> I gotta work in the morning. Ex- you just about exhausted the the uh, mental capabilities of Mr. Bush. You really have with that. You so spell potato, gonna, Mr. Bush. I think we should call it. I think we should call it an episode. Oh, ah, God, you I wuss! I am. You killed me. Oh man, well you hang up. I'll pretend to talk to you for another fifteen minutes, and then I'll <laughs> pretend outrage when I realize you're not there. I'll shut up. <laughs> I'll do Armando. I will do Anton, uh, a soliloquy by Antonio Banderas. Uh, well, yeah, I got to get ready for work tomorrow. I got to get up early. I got to be up at 4 a.m., yeah, you prick. What is wrong with you? Well, hey, I didn't pick the time of this whole soiree. No, I you. did. It was me. I know. So, you know, <laughs> uh, suck my pit. <laughs> Mr. Pit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank Oh, God. Thank you for note. listening to me and Tim just bullshit for an hour and a half. <laughs> You've made it to the end of this. God bless you. You're a saint. <laughs> may nibble on my peach pit. Is there anything you want to throw in there, Mr. Pitt, before we get out of here? I would like to I would like to tell you that what I'm going to do to your sexy West Virginian body, Mr. Pitt. You- you sound like Antonio Banderas telling me. <laughs> I, I was trying to do, uh, well, the Bond villain, you know, where. Uh, no, Mr. Bond, goes, I expect you to die. Yeah, where James goes, well, what did you ex- do? You expect me to, you know, to tell you? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. And then I leave the room, where you're. Was Goldfinger. Barely tied up with a, where you're tied up with a rope and a laser. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Not me, <laughs> never. Enter le- enter stage left. Puss in uh. boots. <laughs> in the mask of Zorro. Or, or is that pit and boots? Get out. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope uh, you had a good Nate's time. Gonna, 
Nate's got to go shit his brains out now because he's laughed too hard or changed really his underwear. Have. I really yeah. have laughed. <laughs> that's, that's a good evening from Canada. <laughs> good night. Everybody have a good one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>